What's going on and welcome to the first vlog of creating a meditating nation. I was inspired after, um, oh well, to be honest, Gary Vee says it all the time, document, don't create. And uh, after hearing some people post about the Kanye West docuseries, I went and watched it and I was like, oh, how cool would it be for me to track this portion of my journey, being that um, I'm still very much in the beginning stages of creating a meditating nation. And I wanted to touch in this video of like, you know, um, what the intentions are with Meditating Nation and I guess my story up until this point just to have it on camera and so uh, I started this well I started meditating when I was 16 really and it was a lot of casual uh, you know um, five minutes binaural beats and I remember I think that was the year that uh, I turned 17 and also that um, meditating or meditation was like the most searched term on Google that year and so um, I started meditating from there and I got into like personal development, self-development, spirituality and uh, I got really much more deeper into the spiritual aspect more so in when I switched to university and I was in like my third year, second, second year started a bit and that's also when I became vegan um, and then third year was uh, when I really dabbed into my spirituality, like I even did like cleansing and things. And you know, uh, I did, well, I'm not married to a diet, let's just say that, uh, but I did start off eating meat, veggie, omnivore, then I went vegetarian for like four or five years. Now, currently I'm vegan. And um, yeah, so then what happened after university was literally the week after I finished university I started a job and I, I got a job pretty much instantly and um, literally within like two weeks in I was I got this strong intuition that I had to leave I just had to quit and I was completely shocked because the envi work environment was nice the um, the work wasn't hard but I got this strong feeling just like it was either man we you leave or we're gonna take you out like that and you know up in that point there was not like I wasn't very I would say I didn't follow my intuition as much I was very logical based mental based but this was just coming through so strong I was like you know I gotta do it because um, I actually you know I, I literally lost my smile and I don't feel like necessarily it was the work that made me lose my smile but I feel like there's something that happens when you're diverting away from uh, the path you came here to do because you know I might I might jump back in work for a bit in creating this uh, meditating nation so who knows and yeah so that happened and uh, the thing was I was also studying a holistic health course at the time so that was my excuse to my parents I was like because you know I come from an Indian family also so uh, living at home your parents taking care of things is kind of the norm and I was lucky with my parents that they were good like they were like okay man via uh, we'll let you figure things out because I was doing a holistic health course with an amazing amazing like teacher like this person literally produces first-hand research and that's Dr. Enki E-N-Q-I and so I was I was doing that course and I was like to my parents I was like hey this is what I actually want to do 
And I was actually studying holistic health within um, my uh, nine to five. Like I had a five to nine <laughs> before work where I was studying and then I went to my nine to five and that got exhausting eventually. And so then here I am um, studying this holistic health course and I even enrolled in a few business courses to assist me in learning on, you know, how do I make this thing online? Like, how do you create an online business? Of uh, minerals. And more importantly, it has selenium, which is something you don't find often in many foods. And what you not well, what you may not know about selenium, it's probably one of the most key nutrients you need. And like, it's actually legal. Someone actually put in a like four, uh, court case to prove that, uh, or to be able to say the fact that selenium kills cancer. And then the issue came was after I spent some money, some good amount of money on a business course. And um, I got to a point where I was like, shit, like I don't know if, like holistic health doesn't feel like the thing that I'm meant to do or that I want to do. And this got me so scared because I'm like, whoa, what do I do? What do I say? Like, uh, I don't necessarily want to go back to work right now but I don't want to pursue holistic health anymore either because I realized I think somewhere in between where, you know, there's so much science there, there's so much logic, but it really comes down to someone's internal state or whether they're healthy or not. And so I was like, shit, I don't know what to do. And I went into meditation and I was just asking for answers. I was like, source, God, just like, someone just tell me what I should do. And then this was like the first time ever in my life where I had like a very clear voice speak to me where it was like, I knew it wasn't my, it was just so obvious it wasn't my thoughts. And it was a higher, could be my higher self or higher guidance. And my heart was just glowing. And in this conversation, I was told to teach meditation. Now that put me even more like off the wire because I'm like, whoa, like, what do you mean teach meditation? Like up until this point, I had only been, I only would consider myself a beginner medita meditator. Like I wasn't meditating long hours. I did meditate regularly, 10, 15 minutes. If I did 20 or 30, I'm like, wow, I'm such a pro. Like how do I do 20 and 30 minutes? But no way would I consider myself a meditation teacher. And uh, this is also where I was doing a course uh, with the amazing uh, Malkizedek Murugan or Mark Anthony Roman, the inner trainer. And um, this is also around the time where I started to grow my hair also. So here I am, I'm in this course, um, which is a meditation course. So I'm like, okay, if I'm meant to teach meditation, I'm in this meditation course, maybe I should just copy and paste <laughs> what I'm learning here. But even then I'm like, I still don't know what I'm doing. I would just be copying and pasting someone else's uh, like course material. So then here comes a few months go by and I'm actually doing a, um, a sacred sexual, well, the course is called Cosmic Sexuality and another great teacher Shalom Melchizedek, who I have so much love for, and you'll find out why for a second. 
and um, throughout this course, you know, it was you learn about sacred sexuality. I didn't really know why I jumped into this course. It was just like I wanted to do something more. So I thought, you know, let me just jump in here. And so I jump into this course. I hope I wasn't covering the mic. I jump into this course, and uh, here we've got uh, a great teacher, Shalom Malkizadek. And on the very last session, uh, he told me, he was speaking, and he said the words, along the words of, when I mastered meditation. And something went, boom, like a light bulb went off, like boom, like, oh, let me ask him about this. And so I asked Shalom, uh, could you tell me a bit more about what you mean by mastering meditation? And then he explained himself. And then um, a few, I think a few days or weeks went by where I had this moment of like, I, I it was weird, I think for the first time, I I saw myself very clearly as a, the observer of my thoughts and I had this feeling of like, hey, I want an ego death experience, but not like a psychedelic route, like through a meditation route, because I was also reading this book uh, that was recommended in the course. And, and, and this book, at the end of the book, it said something about, you know, a true teacher, like coming across a true teacher, how there's very few of them and how if you want to learn from a true teacher set the intention this is the book i was talking about the uh, children of the law of one and the lost teachings of atlantis by john peniel nice little excerpt you know through a true teacher you can clearly see yourself expose your illusions and through humility and unselfish love transcend your <laughs> selfish separate self now he uses selfish a lot, and um, but it makes it clear of what he actually means by selfish. But truly, uh, you know, it's it's almost comical uh, how I thought that I could make progress as fast as I could without a teacher. But, you know, coming across a true teacher, really just a coming across a mirror, and it really, really expedites your progress. And so I set a very strong intention as I could like, you know, praying, asking like, please, like show me a true teacher. And then I got the, I guess the intuition to message Shalom, like, hey Shalom. Um, like, I don't know who else to go to. I read this book, said true teacher. I want this experience, can you help? And Shalom was like, um, well, we got on the phone and he offered to do a meditating, basically um, train me in meditation, assist me in mastering meditation. And it was quite synchronistic because his partner, another great, powerful woman, a goddess to say the least, Victoria, Victoria Liana, she, he said that she had actually mentioned, like, you know, maybe you should start teaching also meditation again, Shalom. And so this was synchronistic because I asked for that guidance assistance and so here comes the most profound um, experience of my life to this point like the training with Shalom opened my eyes to the bigger picture of meditating and the power of meditating and how it affects every aspect of your life and in accordance to this I also had to learn to meditate two to three hours a day this is where it started this is where I built a very strong foundation as a meditator. And we had crazy experiences. Um, oh, it's actually pretty cool because um, I, I was sending emails to Shalom. Um, 
giving weekly updates so in a sense we've got like a record of what I was going through uh, in his training right here I've got the log I was talking about uh, with my first and the most amazing meditation teacher Shalom Melchizedek and you can see we've got like 37 um, 37 messages and I usually send like voice notes and um, transcribe them just to keep a log uh, as Shalom mentioned and I'm actually so grateful he made me do this and you can see we started um, June we started in June and wow uh, I can't explain how amazing this journey has been and towards the end of it um, Shalom was like hey like I've taught you everything you need to know uh, he kind of had this last question uh, which is like a final test kind of question and it was like um, Manvia, you know, what do you have that never goes away? And I'm paraphrasing, like, you know, what never goes away from you? What do you always have? And the answer was awareness. And I got it right. <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, in a sense, he was correct because now the journey really was anchoring uh, this, what you would call awareness. So there we go. He's like, okay, I haven't got anything more to teach you now. And um, yeah. At the same time, I felt like there's something more I need to know because I was having these experiences and I was like, okay, there's obviously another level, but I don't know how to explain it. And uh, this was around about the time where I came across the new humanity school and um, I came across the levels of consciousness and the work that they had um, done with it because the levels of consciousness was created by... Uh, Someone called David Hawkins and uh, at the New Humanities School with uh, Sat Mindo and uh, Leon Sundari, Supreme Teachers. Um, they had uh, really progressed in the practical steps in walking up the levels of consciousness and I realised that, oh, those levels I could see uh, with meditation, they're perfectly reflected with the levels of consciousness and it's a very structured way and method to um, teaching someone meditation to the degree of complete mastery and so this is also at the same time where meditating nation came into birth because before then I was using a personal brand Manvia Dins um, somewhere in between it changed to the easeful guide but that didn't resonate and um Around the 4th of April, the 4th, 5th of April 2020 was when the concept of Meditating Nation came into fruition. Uh, I was actually going through some intense emotion. It was like, um, I think I was like healing from certain, I guess, stuff that was stayed there from, well, obviously trauma, but also mainly pertaining to a relationship that had come to an end. And in the midst of this, I got this like download of hey meditating nation uh, like so first of all it was okay I need to create this community um, and this community of meditators of people meditating and uh, when I asked what should I call it it was meditating nation came up and you know I did look up the word because after the name I got the name I went and bought the domain but also I tried to find the domain Meditation Nation because I thought, you know, that might sound more catchier. But um, that domain was already taken. So I was like, oh, that's a synchronicity that I had Meditating Nation. 
as the name of this brand. And so that came, as well as the vision for this being a community, creating a community, a global community that um, to a point and getting to a point where there's actually meditating nation groups, autonomous groups globally. And one of the main missions is really just to make meditation, meditating, um, like brushing your teeth, like that, that common, like people look at meditating as like brushing your teeth. Like it's a, oh, this is a mandatory thing. And little to say, I was shocked. I was like, where does this come from? I can't do this. Like, what do you mean create a community? Like, I'm trying to figure out my own life here. And I just shoved it to the side. <laughs> you know, here's this beautiful vision, creating a global meditate, you know, global impact with meditation. Um, creating meditating nation groups all over the world. Making meditation as common as um, brushing your teeth. And I just threw it away <laughs> because I'm like, I have no idea how I'm going to do this. Like, I'm just a guy who's been figuring out his life in his spending 90% of his time in this bedroom where he conducts all of his sessions, all of his recordings. You know, who am I to create this? And so I pushed it to the side and I got more involved with uh, the New Humanity School and Foundation and um, undergoing further training with myself, uh, but also learning better how to teach meditation. And so as time went by, no matter how many times I would turn my face away, it would just come back to the same vision like, hey, meditating nation, meditating nation, meditating nation. And this is one of those um, examples of, you know, when you're not sure what to do or when you're not sure if something's the truth, the best thing you can do is to keep turning your head away. Because if it's the truth, it will keep coming back in front of your face. And so this is one of those moments where I'm like, oh, hey, like, you know, meditating nation keeps coming back. I try to change the, um, change the mission and try to create a solo thing because I'm like oh I can definitely do a solo thing but no that wasn't it either I invested a lot of money in other business courses that you know they teach you how to do things in a high ticket way uh, depth first and there's nothing wrong with that uh, but they teach you to do it like that because it's much easier to build a business that way well that's what they say than creating like a global impact it's better to niche down and although I may start a bit niche with how I do meditate in Asia, um, because the intention was to create a global community, like that didn't work for me either. And so here I am today, <laughs> um, still in my beginning stages of creating meditating nation, of creating a meditating nation. And uh, I've been going, undergoing a lot of training. Like it's been slow because there's a lot of things you have to face around yourself when you're setting off an entrepreneurial endeavor, especially as you know, someone like me, um, well, anyone, but like in my case, you know, a lot of programming, like being a people pleaser, taking risks, um, all of things, all of these things weren't natural to me because of, you could say, my upbringing or 
uh, yeah, the, all the examples and the people I've seen around me. Yet no matter how many times I wanted to turn my face or I wanted to think like, no, I don't want to do this anymore. There's always that clear voice, that silent voice where it's like, just take one more step. Just take one more step. And even though sometimes I'm like, I have no idea what I'm doing. And honestly, right now I have no idea how I'm going to create a meditating nation to that broad impact. There's still that voice that just say, hey, just take one more step. Just take one more step. And one benefit I got from medit from meditating in general is that you begin to s learn which thoughts are from your mind, your ego, your programming. And which thoughts are, you know, your God voice, you know, which thought is your higher self, your intuition. And there's always a level of trust and surety that you get with this God's voice or intuition or higher self to where you've, you know you can trust it because in the end we've put in our minds we believe that there's rules but there really is no rule things like you really can't predict how things will turn out and no matter and at most at best you have a probability like oh you know there's 50 there's a 90% chance that if you do this things will turn out this way but still, even with probability, if you if you end up doing that one percent, if you do that thing that there was a one percent chance for, what's to say that that one percent was actually a hundred percent? Like that was always going to happen. And so you really don't know until you try. And at this point, you have to ask, like, do you mind? You know, is it worth the risk, basically? And that answer for me is yeah. I've been very fortunate in the position I'm in with one, my family being supportive, allowing me this time and space to where, you know, um, you know, I, I personally don't make enough to uh, sustain a living on my own, you know, being in my own place, but I earn enough to just pick up a general cost at the moment. Um, two, I've lived a very different life in the sense that I've only needed to taste things to get an idea of them. So like in terms of partying, things like that, you know, the normal things you'd go through in your uh, early adulthood. I only took a taste of it and I'm like, okay, that's it. I'm done with that. And you know, I haven't drank, I haven't smoked. Uh, I don't know why I'm, I'm not saying, I'm not judging anyone for these things, but they just haven't happened. And I've progressed, I've made a progression that is much quicker than most because you know not many people meditate two to three hours a day so i'm saying all this to say that since i've kind of shown things to myself that hey this isn't quite normal but you've done it makes me think that hey if there's something that's not normal that i want to achieve that is possible and don't let this be a criteria for you either like there's literally no rules to this this is the kind of proof that I gave to my mind to make it more settled with things and yeah I feel like this is all I have to say uh, this is you know we're in stage we're in the beginning stages of meditating nation we're creating a global impact something you know like I feel like this is literally a 50 year vision like 
in the beginning as soon as I got Meditating Nation, I was always told from my guides that it's going to be a slow build. It's going to be a slow build. And for some reason, initially I just saw 10 years. Uh, maybe that's when it really becomes into full fruition is the 10 year mark. And it's funny me saying this now because I was never a patient person. Like just hearing the words that this would take 10 years would give me anxiety. But uh, I've grown a lot, I've grown a lot and I'm continuing to grow because, you know, if I want to teach this, I got to be at the peak. And so now it's like, hey, this is a 50 year vision. And when you kind of see that and you accept it, it produces a level of patience that can uh, see you through. And just to keep myself accountable and to keep the momentum going, I thought, hey, these vlogs will be very great very beneficial to do because I'll be honest a lot of the time I've been start and stop uh, with Meditating Nation because of all the doubts that I had on myself and you know there's a lot of growth like you know um, the universe won't give you something you can't handle and so maybe like if you're not where you are yet maybe it's because you can't handle it yet and there's some growth that needs to happen and so this is where I'm at and you know if you've been watching this i appreciate you for watching this video um definitely send me a message leave a comment below what you think what you feel um because i is like i said this is a community i want to create so i want to uh, interact you know show myself you know not have everything like an automation obviously there's there will come a point to where i can't manually do everything but since it's a community i i don't want it to to create what's already been created now where everything is just automated and to get in contact with the person is just an effort at least in the beginning stages if you're watching this now you can build a connection with me <laughs> which is a very lucky thing like if you can build a connection with me now you're very lucky because who knows in the future that might be a harder thing to do but I look to share my love always because um, I have a deep love for every single person you know, I see the light in everyone. I see the potential in everyone. I see the God. I see the source. I see the light in everyone. And that is a big motivating factor for me. So I'm going to leave it at that. Thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. Please like, comment, subscribe. And I'll talk to you soon.